This is KUOW. I'm Kim Malcolm. It's Thursday, the day we look forward to arts and culture events on our radar and wish lists. We're easing out of a nasty cold snap, heading into a rainy weekend with highs and lows in the 40s again for a change. So if you've been communing with your inner couch potato and you're raring to get out in the world again, we've got some ideas for you. KUOW's arts and culture reporter Mike Davis joins me now for our weekly check-in. Mike, it's great to be with you again. Hey, Kim. And yes, we want people to get out, but then I'm going to bring them back in. We're going inside of galleries this week. Okay, sounds good. What do you want us to see first? First, I want to take people to Capitol Hill, Kim. There is an exhibit at the Photographic Center Northwest called Stranger Fruit. Stranger Fruit. Okay, and what would people be seeing there? This is a pretty heavy exhibit, Kim. There's a photographer from Queens, New York named John Henry. He went all around the country and took this series of photographs of black mothers holding their sons but the sons are posed in their mother's arms as if they are dead oh that that would stop you in your tracks absolutely kim and you know as as john was putting this series together he interviewed all of the mothers and he took their responses and kind of cut them up into these into these phrases that are all around the gallery and they I mean they read like like poetry of these mm. of these mothers and they're talking about their experience so many of them didn't even want to participate because they didn't even want to think about the idea of having to to hold their sons dead bodies mm. but then they they talked about all of the other mothers who you know after a photo shoot their sons wouldn't come back to life and and those those poems were just as moving as the the photographs it sounds like such a a powerful series of images is there one in particular that stands out for you yes kim there's one picture that was taken in inglewood california and it's of a mother her son looks like he might be eight or nine and she's holding him and the background is blurred but you can see cars and tell that it's in a parking lot and and it's it's in front of a department store it's in front of a target but she's Mm -hmm. holding her son and she has this the solemn look is on her face it's striking and then above her head almost like a halo is the target symbol so it's like literally a target so there's Mm -hmm. a target on her head as she's holding her son and and it just kind of it just brings the whole exhibit together in that one image but kim can i one more thing about this exhibit that is important please it's free it's free Ah. to the public so if you find yourself on capitol hill and, and you just happen to walk in this is a this is a great gem of a find of such an amazing and moving exhibit that is also free to the public All right. That is Stranger Fruit, and that's at the Photographic Center Northwest. Okay, let's stay on Capitol Hill for a bit and go to the Seattle Asian Art Museum, because I heard, Mike, you were hanging out there recently with every other arts reporter (laughs) in town. What was going on? It was a big preview, Kim, for Anada Yu Ali's new exhibit. She took over, Kim, and she's famous for the Red Chador. Are you familiar with the Chador, Kim? Yeah, right. So this is, you're talking about the traditional covering for observant Muslim women, right? Yes, but this one is red, it's bedazzled, it's sparkly. Let, let me back up. 
Anita is from Cambodia. She was actually born during the Khmer Rouge regime. Mm. She is a Muslim woman, and she embodies this red chador. And when she speaks of it, she speaks of it as if it is its own person in itself. It's lived the life. Kim, it actually died in in Tel Aviv. It's Mm. a, a whole story that she tells. If you go to the exhibit it's way too long for me to say here, but, you know, just the, the image of her walking around, um, she protests, she, she's, she's very, very political, and, and she puts this chador on, and she interacts with people, and she takes these photos, Kim, and it's just, it's a sight to behold. Wow, and I understand there's something called the Buddhist bug that's going to be there as well? Kim. You cannot miss the Buddhist bug. It's 100 meters long. As soon as you open the front door to the Asian Art Museum, you can see parts of that bug. It feels like three spaces, Kim. And and it's just winding and and intertwining. But like the, the mythical presence makes so much sense when you walk in and see this because there are these larger than life photos of people who see Anita when she's wearing either of these costumes and it's just it's slices of real life and how people react to her when she takes these forms but Kim she's also going to do some performance art here in Seattle in March she's going to wear the red chador she's going to be out in public so people here might have a chance to actually see her in action Wow, that sounds like quite the impressive show. That's Hybrid Skin Mythical Presence on now at the Seattle Asian Art Museum. And it sounds like more art is going to follow from that. Okay, Mike, I understand you're now taking us downtown for your last pick uh, to the Gallery for Culture. What's going on there? Yes, well, for those who don't know, that is the gallery that's ran by the King County Arts Organization. It's right up the street from Seattle's Office of Arts and Culture, which is Seattle's Arts Office. And both of these offices have galleries that are free to the public. So Mm -hmm. if you ever find yourself in Pioneer Square, I encourage people to stop by. But Kim, we are talking about of bread and salt. Uh, these are these are portraits made in watercolor by Ukrainian artist Sofia Belinskaya. These are these huge watercolor portraits of families from Ukraine, mm. and they told Sofia their their stories and their oral histories, and she translated those stories into paintings. So this is a Ukrainian artist depicting her fellow Ukrainians. I mean, of course, we Ukraine is in the news. It's all over the news. And, and we, we tend to see these people through the lens of war. What do you see in the show? Well, it, it's interesting that you mentioned that she's Ukrainian and lives in Seattle. She spoke with eight families of Ukrainians who also live in Seattle. So there's a really strong local tie to this as well. But I love the way you mentioned that. Yes, typically we we think of that region right now through the lens of war. These pictures are vibrant. These are colors. These are these people in their homes with their families, with their family pets. And the way that she blends the people into the environment of the home that they live in and then brings in the flowers and, and the nature that would be in their home city, it just the colors all blend together and it's vibrant and it's beautiful and it's human and it's people living their lives. And, and it is all a translation of those oral histories that they shared. Mm. So the war is 
hanging outside of it, but it's not part of the story. It is not a part of the story. The war is what made this story come together because they all are immigrants now living here. But through the lens of this artist, you see color, you see beauty, and more importantly, you see life and you see family. As depicted by Sofia Belenskaya, her show of Bread and Salt is on now at Gallery for Culture. KUW's Mike Davis, you just gave us a banquet of visual art today. Thank you for that. Yes, thanks for having me, Kim. And if you want more details on these shows, you can check out KUOW.org.